Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The breaking news out of the Vatican. Pope Francis tonight is in the hospital with a respiratory infection. What we're learning about the health of the 86-year-old Pope. Here are tonight's headlines. Ahead of Holy Week, Pope Francis undergoing treatment for difficulty breathing. New information tonight. The shooter in Nashville may have had weapons training, and it comes as we learn new details about the heroic actions from the head of the private Christian school. That's what educators and administrators do. They protect their children. A powerful storm system dumps heavy snow and rain out west. Now the rest of the country is bracing for severe weather. The FDA has approved Narcan for over-the-counter sales. A move by the FDA to help combat drug overdose death. Mid-air fire scare. An engine gives out on a United flight. The new details. departure before us. It's not normal to have flames coming out of the back of a commercial airline. Starbucks founder is in the hot seat about his company's efforts to block unions. Starbucks coffee company unequivocally has not broken the law. Follow your gut, your instincts, your heart. I'm Shaza Shahid. I'm an entrepreneur, the co-founder of Our Place. If more people cook, then more people gather, then we have more conversations about the things that matter.
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Tonight, just days before Holy Week begins, Catholics around the world are praying for Pope Francis. The Vatican says the 86-year-old Pope is in the hospital tonight after complaining of breathing problems. We're now learning he will undergo treatment for several days at the hospital in Rome. It has been two years since Pope Francis last spent 10 days in that same hospital, that time for colon surgery. The pontiff's audiences have been canceled for the rest of the week, raising questions about whether he will be healthy enough for Easter Sunday. At the White House, President Biden told reporters he had just been told about the Pope's health problems and said he was concerned about his friend. CBS's Seth Doan is going to start us off tonight from Rome. Good evening, Seth. Good evening to you, Nora. The Pope was reportedly taken to the hospital in an ambulance. It was quite a turn for what had appeared to be a completely routine day with the Pope greeting faithful here in St. Peter's Square. This morning, Pope Francis was kissing babies, welcoming children and addressing crowds at his weekly audience. But the pontiff appeared pained as he was helped into his Pope mobile. And soon after, he was brought to nearby Gemelli Hospital for what a Vatican spokesman called, quote, previously scheduled checks. This evening, however, the Vatican revealed Pope Francis had complained of breathing difficulties in recent days and will be treated in the hospital for a respiratory infection, which is not COVID-19. This month, Pope Francis celebrated his 10th year as head of the Catholic Church, but the 86-year-old Pope has long struggled with health issues. As a young man, one part of his lung was removed after a respiratory infection, and he often speaks in a whisper. We've seen the Pope regularly using a wheelchair. He suffers from knee problems and sciatica. In 2021, he underwent intestinal surgery at the same hospital where he is tonight. His predecessor, Pope Benedict, resigned in 2013, citing age and the demands of the job. When Benedict died on the eve of 2023, Pope Francis presided over his funeral. Despite the pontiff's age and health issues, he keeps a packed schedule, traveling to South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of Congo earlier this year. And Nora, it is a busy period for Catholics in the Christian world with Holy Week coming up. Of course, Palm Sunday this weekend and then Easter. Seth Doan, thank you very much. Let's turn now to Nashville, where First Lady Jill Biden just laid flowers at a memorial outside the school where three kids and three adults were killed in Monday's mass shooting. She took a moment to touch the photo of each victim. And as CBS's Janet Shamlian reports, we're learning new information about how the shooter prepped for the attack. CBS News has learned the Covenant School shooter, seen here walking the hallways with an assault-style firearm, had weapons training before the attack but authorities don't know where or when. <laughs> Investigators say the shooter, 28-year-old Audrey Hale, purchased seven firearms legally and had been hiding them at home. The suspect was in an upper uh, level. We believe there's been some training of being able to shoot from a higher level. The two semi-automatic weapons Hale was armed with are designed to do damage. When assault-style weapons are used in a mass shooting, over five times as many people are shot. Tonight, we're learning more about the victims, including the head of the school, Catherine Koontz, who may have confronted the shooter. We're hurting right now. Pretty Russ bad. Pulley is a Nashville City Councilman. Catherine Koontz was on a Zoom call at the time the shooter entered the building. And the witness told me that Catherine Koontz heard the shots, ended the Zoom call immediately, and abruptly left that meeting and left her office. 
among the three nine-year-olds killed Hallie Scruggs. Her aunt posting today on Facebook, she was incredibly smart, feisty enough to keep up with her three brothers and my four boys. There is heartache in every direction tonight. I have a nine-year-old, um, so it, it definitely hits um, really close. From the flower-filled lawn outside the school to the world of athletics, where today Georgia Tech coach Brent Key talked about more than football. It's the most heartbreaking thing in the world to think about your daughter. <laughs> Going to school. She's supposed to be safe and protected. Everybody, please, do something. And so much emotion here as well. We've watched since sunrise the vigil, the, the school vigil grow and grow. It has doubled in size. Dr. Jill Biden is attending a vigil here tonight. The first lady, of course, an educator herself. Nora. That powerful message to do something. Janet Chamlian, thank you. The Golden State had gray skies again today for residents of California. The past few weeks have been mostly heavy rain, mountain snow and gusty winds. Tonight, a powerful multi-day storm is bringing more misery, including the 13th atmospheric river of the year. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. One week into spring, another storm has blasted into California, once again closing Interstate 80 to truckers. It's been crazy. This has been the worst winter I've been through. And the snow keeps falling in the Sierra, an epic amount. California's snowpack has reached its highest level in 71 years. Mammoth Mountain has had nearly 700 inches this season. That's 58 feet, an all-time record. A seemingly non-stop parade of storms has uprooted more trees. In Tulare County, a family was rescued from the roof of their car, swallowed up by flood water. And nearby, a sheriff's deputy pulled this dog to safety from the Tule River. In Southern California, the deluge that has turned these hills so green has swollen creeks, saturating the ground and triggering landslides. One this morning above Beverly Hills and this one in Pacific Palisades came down before this latest storm even hit. And tonight we're just above this home where you can see this landslide has only gotten worse over the past few days. And that is the fear throughout much of the state with the ground saturated, with the wind possibly uprooting trees. Even though it's bright outside right now, there is the threat of these hills suddenly and without warning giving way, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti on those new fears. Thank you. And as this storm system moves across east across the country, it will create a severe weather threat on Friday from Chicago to Little Rock. For details, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. Another serious and dangerous severe weather threat setting up for the end of the week and it starts in the west. A big system is going to bring more rain, more snow to the epic amounts of snowfall already in the mountains. In this case, it's going to be several inches of snow in the mountains, but by Thursday and especially into Friday, the severe weather threat looks likely. These areas here, about 65 plus million people across about 20 states threatened by damaging winds and tornadoes. And Nora, another one of the big concerns, some of those tornadoes possible after dark and during the overnight. All right, Chris, thank you. 
Tonight, new images and new reporting after that United Airlines flight was forced to make an emergency landing Tuesday night after one of its engines caught fire. The flight from Houston to Brazil had to circle back to the airport after the midair scare. The FAA is now investigating, and CBS's Chris Van Cleve has the details. This is not what you want to see out your plane window. Houston firefighters hosing down the wheels after an emergency landing last night. Plane that departure before us looks like some kind of fire on the, from the left engine. Yeah, 129, affirmative. We did lose the uh, number one failure, declaring an emergency. We'll be returning back. United Airlines says Flight 129 had an engine issue shortly after takeoff. The Boeing 767 was flying from Houston to Rio de Janeiro with 161 on board. The airplane is capable of being flown on one engine. The pilots are trained to lose an engine right at takeoff. They're trained to land an airplane with only one engine. The latest air scare comes after a series of close calls at the nation's airports prompted the FAA to hold a rare emergency safety summit this month. The agency issued safety alerts to pilots and air traffic controllers to remain vigilant. America's aviation safety net is strong. Our goal, our obligation, is to sew those threads even tighter. There were no reports of any injuries, and the passengers did make it to Brazil on a different airplane. Nora? Chris Van Cleve, thank you very much. With the nationwide overdose crisis near record levels, the FDA today took the extraordinary step of approving the over-the-counter sale of Narcan. It's the first time the federal agency has ever supported a treatment for opioid overdoses without a prescription. CBS's Roxana Saberi tonight on the new move to save lives. The FDA says it's addressing a dire public health need by making Narcan available over-the-counter. It's been long overdue. Substance abuse expert Tanya Sorrell says the move will save lives. We've lost more people to opioid overdoses more recently than heart attacks. So having every home with access to Narcan is a method that everyone can have access to this life-saving medication. 66% of overdose deaths in 2021 were from synthetic opioids like fentanyl, according to the latest data available from the CDC. Narcan blocks the effects of opioids on the brain by preventing them from attaching to nerve receptors. Over 90% effective, it should restore breathing within two to three minutes. Health officials say if an overdose is suspected, first call 911, then administer one dose of naloxone. It literally just goes in the nose and you just squirt it. Residents in Arlington, Virginia, recently learned how to use it. Let's say that you've given them a dose and you, you don't see any response. You can, after two minutes, you can give them another dose. Naloxone is not harmful if used on someone who is not overdosing. We began to train people in CPR to be able to save a life. This is the same type of crisis. So you're helping people in your own home or your friends or your family members. Exactly. The makers of Narcan told CBS News the spray will be available over the counter by late summer, but wouldn't say how much it will cost. Several pharmacies, though, now offer it for around 30 to 90 dollars. Nora? Roxana Saberi, with all that really important information, thank you so much. Well, there's new reporting tonight on when former President Donald Trump could face indictment from the Manhattan grand jury. We learned today the jury is reportedly taking a previously scheduled break until after Easter. 
The move came as a surprise to many observers and means a vote on a possible indictment of Donald Trump will likely not happen until late April at the earliest. The investigation is believed to revolve around falsified business records related to the hush money payments to former porn star Stormy Daniels. Starbucks former chief executive Howard Schultz was in the hot seat today in front of a Senate committee where he defended himself and the coffee chain giant against allegations of union busting. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill where tempers were brewing. With a cup of Starbucks by his side, former CEO Howard Schultz defended the company he founded. We've created, created five million jobs from a cup of coffee. As some steaming senators poured on. And these workers are out there struggling today. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders led the hearing to probe the coffee chain's labor practices, accusing them of being anti-union and breaking the law. Starbucks violated federal labor law over 100 times during the past 18 months. Sir, Starbucks Coffee Company unequivocally has not broken the law. Nearly 300 stores have unionized since the first store in Buffalo in 2021, including Sarah Pappins in Seattle. I think really changed the dynamic in our store. Um, How did it change? It really just brought us together. None have reached collective bargaining agreements. They have no rights. Is there a union contract that you personally are aware of that provides comprehensive health insurance, equity in the form of stock option? Schultz argued the company is negotiating in good faith. I am hearing about Starbucks refusing to allow credit card tipping, cutting employee hours. It's quite personal when you bring up things that you've heard that are not true. Republicans pointed the finger at Democrats instead of Schultz. For folks who uh, have never created a single job in their life, uh, to grill someone who's created hundreds of thousands of jobs, it's really uh, extraordinary. Sanders says this isn't about taking extra shots. So really what's going on with Starbucks impacts workers all over the country. Starbucks uh, hopes to reach agreement with some of its workers and unions in the coming weeks. At least that's the hope that Senator Sanders has. Its founder, Howard Schultz, stepped down as interim CEO this month. But the company says that its new CEO plans to do a barista shift once a month to stay close to the company's culture. Nora. Really interesting to see all that. Nicole Killian, thank you so much. Well, tonight, the mother of a 28-year-old man who died in police custody at a psychiatric hospital is vowing to seek justice for her son. Family and friends of Ervo Otieno gathered for his funeral today at a Virginia church. Otieno, whose family says he long struggled with mental illness, died earlier this month after he was pinned to the ground by sheriff's deputies and hospital workers who are now charged with his murder. Tonight, there are growing concerns over artificial intelligence and the new calls to pause the AI tech race. That's next. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. What makes a life a good one? 
Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. More than 1,300 tech industry leaders, researchers, and others are now asking for a pause in the development of artificial intelligence to consider the risks. Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak are among those who signed a letter calling for a six-month break in the race to develop more powerful AI. Musk and others say advanced AI, which allows computers to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, could pose, quote, profound risk to society and humanity. Gives you the chills. Well, dozens of swimmers are facing possible jail time after being accused of harassing dolphins in Hawaii. We'll explain this picture next. Nearly three dozen people are under investigation after they were accused by officials in Hawaii of harassing a pod of dolphins. Drone video shows 33 swimmers chasing the dolphins on Sunday and surrounding them. It is against federal law to swim within 50 yards of these dolphins. The swimmers could face up to a year in prison and fines. One woman's inspiring journey to success. That's next. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. On the final days of Women's History Month, we want to introduce you to a women's activist turned businesswoman who became a social media sensation thanks to her cookware empire. Here's Shiza Shahid in her own words. I was born in Karachi in Pakistan. My mother never taught me to cook when I was growing up. Just give it a little taste. She wanted to make sure that my sister and I were free to pursue our dreams in a way that she had never been. I met Malala when she was 11 years old, six years later when she was attacked by the Taliban for fighting for girls' education. I ended up leaving my job to co-found the Malala Fund. I was 22 years old, but in that moment I knew that it was now or never. In Pakistan, so much of our life and our culture revolves around cooking in the home and breaking bread together. We literally found our place in America by cooking and sharing food. We have a team of predominantly women and immigrants. Hello, it's time to liberate your plate. We wanted to build a brand that celebrated Eid and Ramzan and Nowruz as loudly as we celebrated Christmas and Easter and New Year's. It's getting fancy here now. 
When my mother tried my cooking for the first time, she gave me a lot of notes. For her to see her daughter building a business where the kitchen and the home was a pathway to liberation was really special. I think she's proud. My name is Shaza Shahid. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm the co-founder of Our Place. I always think love revolves around food too. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.